Hey, welcome back to the Infamous Podcast. This is Brian. This is Daryl. And this is episode number 422, The Elimination Chamber, Perth. You got to say it like that, Perth. 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 I know, Because it's down under. It's, 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 it's just, yeah, it's kind of like how you say plan. 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 It's so planned. Plan. 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 That was the Ted Lasso I watched. We watched last night. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Did you spit? Did you taste uh, tea and like be like, no, thank you, or get some bubbly water and spit it all over Jess? <laughs> no. I actually like tea. The right kind of tea. I mean, you know me. I, I love tea. It's like one of my hobbies. So, mm-hmm. um, but anyway, welcome back to the show. Um, thank you for, for sticking with us this week. Uh, lots of listens. It was crazy since we didn't have a new episode. Uh, I ended up taking a, a pseudo last minute trip out of town. So um, there was just no time to record. Yeah, so plus, we didn't really have anything. Like that. Well, well, I'll get there. Yeah, like, think, plus, we didn't have anything yeah. to really talk about. There, <laughs> yeah, there. I was going to say, there wasn't a lot to really chat about. I mean, obviously, there's always stuff you can talk right. about, but that we, we were really focused or interested in. We were in a nice little holding pattern, so... It, it, um, yeah, it worked out nicely to have, you know, a little bit of time off in a way. Um, but yeah, I went to the butthole of Ohio um, and uh, it was actually fun. You know, I mean, Columbus is is like when you take out the Buckeye fans, Columbus is a pretty nice city. So. I was about to say Columbus is actually uh, I haven't been in in years, but the times I've been Columbus has been a nice spot. I, yeah. I haven't had to worry about guy fans or anything like yeah. that i mean just knowing they're there is the problem yeah so pretty anyway. much uh but we went to this really great tapas not a topless restaurant like my friend tom thought i said but a tapas restaurant <laughs> uh he's like oh was it great i'm like yeah dude it's these small plates it's delicious food anyway the tapas restaurant is called fireproof and if anybody listens in the columbus area definitely go well worth it uh great food um great service cool little ambiance um like where we were sitting like there was this big like like cushion like headboard thing kind of behind jen and it looked like she was in like in a wes mm-hmm. anderson movie because it was like so oversized it was pretty cool um <laughs> but yeah anyway uh so we are in a time crunch today so we're gonna try and get this episode done in like 40 minutes so you ready are you ready are you yes. ready Doo-doo-doo. all right uh so news bite time um this is the greatest news I've ever read. <laughs> um, it, it's 100% the greatest news I, I ever read. And I will go from being an occasional gamer again to being a gamer. Because my favorite game of all time is getting remastered for the PS5. And they're adding new stuff. Like cool stuff too. Like bonus maps and heroes and villains. Good grief. I'm yeah, so excited. It's like, I'm so excited. And if you're wondering what we're talking about, it is, Brian? The Star Wars Battlefront Classic Collection for the PS4 and 5. And on Xbox, Switch, PC, whatever. But we're interested in the PS5 because that's all we care about. Um, yes. Even though I have a Switch, and I'm definitely going to buy it for both platforms, but... My main my main platform of choice is the PS5. Um, so Star Wars Battlefront 2, OG PS2 version, is legitimately my favorite game of all time. Mm-hmm. And for a couple reasons. One, it's super fun. 
Um, it's you can do a first or third person shooter, which I do not like first person shooters, but I love third person shooters because it's fun because I like to see what's happening. But my favorite, mm-hmm. favorite part of the game was two two things. One, I could hunt Ewoks as the Empire. And if I had a bad day at work when we were at Fidelity and <laughs> I needed to like blow some steam, I went home and I killed. I'm sorry. I hunted as many of those little freak fuckers as I could. <laughs> so, and like, I would be where like my squad was like five. Like I would put whatever the lowest number of squad for my side was and like whatever the maximum side for their squad was and just go to town. Like I would be the sniper. I'd hide up in the trees and I'd snipe them. And then I'd switch to like the, just a regular trooper. Um, it was so much fun. But then the best part, the actual best part of the game was you got to actually fly the ships in space and you could board mm-hmm. a separatist freighter, take it over, sabotage it, go back out and destroy the things that you had to destroy. And then you could set how many people you like, how many like points you had to have. So you could completely disable their ship and then dogfight for 30 minutes if you wanted, or an hour um, in some cases, because maybe you picked to go up against a thousand troops. Uh, so <laughs> like I never got sick of it. Never got, I still have it. I still have my PS2. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I need to get that little, um, the thing like I got for the N64 where I can hook it up to the HDMI. Oh, that um, the adapter. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, uh, but yeah, my favorite game of all time. So when, when I messaged you the other day, it's like, I have a news bite. It's the best news we've ever heard. <laughs> so it's hyperbole. Yeah. But. yeah. I, I think I had, yeah. I, yeah, I had Battlefront as well. I, I don't think I played it as much as you did. Oh, I know I didn't play it as yeah. much as you did. I mean, cause I talked to you but, about it all the time. Like, yeah, you know, I was like, dude, this game. <laughs> yeah. So the, it's coming, I think it's March 14th or Yeah, 15th. it's right around the corner. It's up for pre-order now. Um, the other mm-hmm. fun thing is there is a story mode to it um, where you can do the 501st in the second game, um, which is them. I forget which which map that you have to conquer. I think there's a couple of them, but there's like a little bit of a story mode, um, which is also a lot of fun. It's like fast. like It's like maybe like four hours in gameplay, but it's still like really cool. I, I swear this next three to four weeks is ridiculous from gaming oh, perspective. Yeah. Yeah. So last month I got uh, Tekken 8 came out and I'm having a lot of fun with that. I just got Helldivers 2 because a couple of my buddies play that. I only played it for about 20 minutes, but it, it, it was it's pretty fun. Maybe a half hour. And then uh, Final Fantasy 7 Part 2 comes out next week. It's Battlefront that the classic comes out March 14th. And then the week after that, you have dragon's dogma two and rise of the Ronin, which I've already pre-ordered the rise of the Ronin. Cool. So it's, this is insane. And it's like thinking about to last year, I was just, you know, for, I mean, the tail end of last year, it's just what game did I play much? I didn't play much. So now you have in a six week front time frame, like five or six games that I can see myself playing a lot. Yeah. So, which is awesome by the way yeah so yeah i mean it's all it's all good stuff lots of lots of fun things happening and and you know lots of uh lots of cool games coming out um but anyway let's uh let's go on to the main well we have kind of two main things this uh this episode but 
um, the first thing we're going to do is we're going to do something that we don't normally do, but we're going to review a WWE PLE that happened today. <laughs> so, at 5 a.m. <laughs> yes, at, at, at 5 a.m. That is that is true. Um, so WWE had their Elimination Chamber um, PLE in, in Perth, Australia this morning, um, which it started at like 6 o'clock their time or whatever, which is 5 a.m. our time. Um, they had that little like Australian clock up in the corner at the beginning. Uh, a couple like cool thing, like it was a cool pay-per-view. Uh, I, I definitely enjoyed it or PLE. Sorry. Um, an interesting thing that I shared with you, um, that when they were, they have to ship the elimination, they had to ship the elimination chamber, um, because it's 10 tons of steel and like two miles, mm-hmm. what was it? 10 tons of steel, like two miles of, of chain, metal chain and stuff like that. Um, but they had to ship it and it got disrupted by pirates on the way to Australia, which I know you can't really make that up, but if the WWE does not have a pirate themed character come out of this soon, (laughs) like it is a, it's a, a gigantic miss. Um, yeah, so it was, um, it was shipped to Miami or, um, yeah, Michael Cole says that the structure was shipped to Miami, then taken to Los Angeles via truck, then transported by ship to Sydney before arriving in Perth by train. Like, think about that for a second. Like, this thing is so heavy. There's no way you could have flown it. Like, oh, no, no, all. no. So, um, yeah, so all these people who want like electric airplanes. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> Good luck. So. Um, but yeah, so it, it's just one of those things that, uh, um, I, I found that extremely funny when you sent that and I, I couldn't tell if you were being serious, but I was, I, I it was to the point it was like that, that's kind of ridiculous to be yeah. him to be say, like making up something random like that, even though he's good at it. I'm like, wait, what are you? And then you, and then you send me the article. It's like, wow, that is. Well, one, not thank you, thank you for, for, you know, telling me that I'm good at it. Um, but yeah, I had it, I had it ready to go, um, immediately, uh, that, uh, that I could, you know, just make it happen. Like when I could send that to you and then you would be like, oh, you don't believe me. Cause I knew I had to have like the proof ready to go. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah. So so there we are. Um, <laughs> anyway, anyway, anyway. All right. Um, yeah. So let's get to it. So the elimination chamber is uh, six competitors. Four people are in these little pods. Uh, two people start out, and uh, after a certain amount of time, which is what the rules say, it just says after a certain amount of time, um, people come out. I think it's far too like my 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 one issue with this is it's it's far too long between people getting out of the out of the pods. Um, Absolutely, yes. So, uh, it opened with uh, the women's elimination chamber match, um, which was uh, who was it? It was Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair, Liv Morgan, Tiffany Stratton, Naomi, and Raquel Rodriguez. I'm sorry, Rodriguez. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so in the uh, 
the stipulation for for this one was the winner got a um, a title shot uh, against um, Rhea Ripley. Sorry, at uh, at WrestleMania. So uh, it's pretty cool. Um, it it started with Naomi and um, was it Becky? No. Yes. Or was it Bianca? No, it was no, Naomi, it was and Naomi and Becky. Naomi and yes. Becky. Um, I like I've said this before. I think Naomi was really stupid for leaving TNA, because um, mm-hmm. like she was the first one pinned. Uh, it's not that she got jobbed out necessarily, but um, I don't know. I think she's like a great wrestler, and you know she she deserved like I would have loved to have seen her win this match. Mm-hmm. You know, a hundred percent. I would have loved to have seen her win the match, um, but you know, at, at the end of the day, it, it is what it is. Um, but yeah, so but I will say it was cool that she got eliminated by Tiffany Stratton. Um, you know, and it was they went for about it was like thirteen minutes before the first one. Um, overall, the match was only like a little over a half hour. Yeah. It- and again, we were like we were talking about. It started off pretty slow, and it wasn't necessary. Because uh, again, what you say is, I I agree. There's too much time yeah. between. You can cut that in half, mm-hmm. honestly, because it's just better when you have more people in there. And right. that again, it's just six people. It's not like a Royal Rumble where you can have who who knows how many people at one time. But and you can pace yourself as well because mm-hmm. we'll talk about the men's. They did a good job pacing. That I think eventually um, when everybody was in the ring pacing it, but yes, yeah, um, uh, when everybody but, was in the ring. But here's, so, here's the other and again, problem that I had is both of mm-hmm. the matches combined are only a little, uh, both of the elimination chambers were a little over an hour. And the Grayson Waller effect, which we'll get to, was 30 minutes and it was oh, I, boring as fuck. I was about to say, I, I was it because I, I fast forwarded through 90% like, of it. <laughs> I don't like Grayson Waller. I don't like Grayson Waller. Or um, what's his name? Or Austin Theory. No, what's his name? I'm, I, you know, oh, Seth freaking Rollins. No, 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 no. It's Austin Theory. He's just a what's his name. Like, you know, oh, oh, like Vince okay. is gone. Okay. They can stop pushing him. I, I just. Because I'm pretty sure Vince it. wanted to have sex with Austin Theory. Like, I, you know, anyway. Um. But here's the other interesting thing, and this goes for both chamber matches. There were they were all pinfalls. There were no submissions, which is really weird. Yeah, I, that. So, I, I don't know. Again, um, I don't know. Yeah, it's so. All right, so, uh, so Naomi was eliminated by Tiffany, and then Tiffany Stratton was the next one eliminated uh, by Liv Morgan, um, and then Raquel Rodriguez was eliminated by Bianca Belair. Um, Bianca was eliminated by Liv Morgan with a sick code breaker. Um, yeah. And then Liv was immediately eliminated by Becky, which was, I wanted to see them both wrestle because one Liv Morgan is like the Miz of women of the women's division in the, um, in the WWE. And not that like, you know, she's like the annoying heel that you love to boo. Um, she has gotten so good. At professional wrestling, 
Mm-hmm. She, I mean, because she started out, she was just in the Riot Squad with Ruby, uh, Ruby Soho, and Sarah Logan. No, not so. Yeah, Sarah Logan, and um, you know, she was just kind of their mascot. She got like tossed around and everything. Um, she comes. I think she has a gymnastics background, but like she was a Hooters waitress before she was a thing, you know, and I'm not saying that like, Oh, like heaven forbid she was a Hooters waitress. But I mean, like she wasn't like, like Bianca Belair was a division one athlete at Tennessee, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Tiffany right. Stratton was on team USA for the Olympics. Um, you know, Becky Lynch and Naomi have been wrestling for 20 years. Um, you know, so, so stuff like that. Um, so she's like had to work and it's not that she's not athletic. She is, but like she in that match is the best storyteller of any of the women who were in the elimination chamber. And I wanted to see her tell that story to Becky because one of the things about Liv is like, she's got that. I don't care. I'm not going to give up. I'm going to like, kind of like Kevin Owens fight, live fight. Mm -hmm. And um, I, that was I did not like that decision yeah. to have her eliminated immediately. Just immediately, and, and that was it. It 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 almost, for example, when you when we're watching you know, Raw or mm-hmm. SmackDown, it was almost like somebody told them to go home. Yeah, and they had to do it because that's how it that's how it seemed to me. It was it was not sloppy in the sense of the move, yeah. but it was sloppy in the sense of the timing and how everything felt rushed at yeah. that end. It's Those like the uh, the the bloodline went over time again, so we have to cut two minutes out of your match. You know, yeah, but right, yeah, um, exactly. But it was like like you know, it did it definitely like started out kind of boring and slow, um, and and that's nothing against. Naomi and, and Tiffany, um, or I'm sorry, Naomi and Becky. Uh, it's just, they were kind of matching each other move for move because they're like, Oh, these two know each other so well. And it's like, yeah, let's let Naomi cook, like let her come in with like some of the moveset that she was using in TNA. Let's like pull like the Trinity side out of her and, and have her be more aggressive and not just brightly colored. Yeah. I didn't like that. Um, I, I, again, they do, and again, it's not just them. Yeah, rarely does that move for move thing work for me. There, there are there are exceptions where it's like, oh, that's a lot of fun. In this case, it wasn't. And right. again, if you want to do that the first sixty seconds, fine. But like you said, let them go through their arsenal of moves and not mm-hmm. just trying to do the quick one two flip one two flip one. Two. No, right. I just yeah. let let them work. Let them work. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, overall it was fine. Um, I would have preferred Liv, Tiffany or Naomi probably in that order to win it. Um, I, I'm not ready for the Rodriguez, Raquel Rodriguez era yet. I think she's got to get a little better as like the, like, you know, big woman, quote unquote wrestler, um, and, and have like a string of just like dominant matches, kind of like what they've been doing with Ripley over the last couple of years. Um, yes, and she, I'm, she definitely needs to work. I'm I'm ready for Bianca Belair to be repackaged away from the EST of WWE into something different, and and again, like maybe a little more brutal, um, because she is fantastic. She's an awesome wrestler. Um, I loved her in NXT, uh, and the braid has to go. It has to go. It's gotta it, go. It's it's so played it, it's, out. It's getting. So. It's it's oh. It's so please. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. I agree because she what she can do, you know, athletically. They 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 do need to you know, change her up a little bit, and, and I think 
I think that's why she, every time I see her now, I it feels like it feels stale. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like you know, as much as I love the bloodline, you know, back it when they come on, it's just whatever. Mm-hmm. Now I, I've gotten to that whatever point. Yeah, it's still you know, acknowledge me, great. But every everything else that comes with it is just whatever. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. And she's too talented to just stagnate yeah. like that. Right, like she's in danger of like being John Cena. Yeah, like she's allowed to go back and forth from heel to face, but like they need to change her Um, and let again, let, you know, like let Russ cook like they need to let Bianca cook too. like let her grow, let her progress, let her change as a character. I mean, you look at Becky and the changes that she's gone through from the last kicker to the man to a big time Bex back to the man. I mean, it's been it's cool. Absolutely agree. So yep. cool. All right. Uh, the next match, Judgment Day, uh, Finn Balor, uh, better known as Fergal Dervit, um, <laughs> or Devit. Sorry, Fergal Devit, uh, which I love. Like I love it um, because he was Prince Devit in in, in New Japan. Anyway, uh, Finn Balor and Damian Priest uh, fought uh, the New Catch. What do they call it? The New Catch. New Catch yeah, Republic. I actually like that name. I, I actually, yeah. I, I do too. Like, I kind of wish they would have just called them, like, like Wrestle Talk said the other day, I wish they would have called them British Strong Style because that's what they are. Um, but hey, New Catch Republic, I actually dig it. Like, I probably will get a New Catch Republic t-shirt because I dig Pete Dunne. I'm glad he's not Butch anymore. Um, Dude, and, that is uh, hilarious how he just, they just changed it. They were like, you know what, we're going with They're the like, Pete we've Dunne, had right? enough of this bullshit. Back to Pete I Dunne. will say this. I did not like him as like with the whole you know brawling brutes. I did not oh, like no, that. Not at you know, all. It was horrible. All. He was like the little uh, chicken hawk with. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna get you. Yeah, um, and I, and I honestly had the same thought coming in because I had that's what I I haven't really watched these two together as the you know New Cash Republic. Yeah. So I'm assuming that's what it was going to be, and I so, actually was pleasantly surprised because I really like how they work together. Well, he and Tyler Bate were a tag team in like. You know, in Britain, in I think in UX in uh, NXT, NXT UK as well. Um, Tyler Bate is amazing. He is dude. Some of the he, rope stuff, rings, ring rope stuff he does. He's an amazing wrestler. Cool. Um, he's he's had like a really great run. Like having him on the main roster is huge. Um, you know, he's he's done. He's done a lot of stuff in the indies. He's he's really, 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 really good. Um, he was on a tag team called Mustache Mountain, which um, <laughs> it was uh, – who was he with? Oh, him and Trent Seven. Um, and uh, it, it was – you know, they had a really good thing with the Undisputed Era. And, you know, it, it's, it's just one of those things that, um, you know, I don't know. Like <sighs> – See, here's the thing. If they would have called them British Strong Style, I think we all would expect, expect Trent Seven to show back up um, because that was their faction. But, yeah, whatever. It, it, it's fine. It's fine. Fine. It's fine. <laughs> um, but, you know, it was a good match. I wouldn't say it was a great match. Um, Dom interfering was fun. Dom getting kicked out was fun. Um, old Dirty Dom. But at the end of the day, Judgment Day needs to drop the belts. Um, this is another one where, like, the story is 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 going on, but like, Judgment Day has other business to do that mm-hmm. don't involve the tag team belts. Um, with 
senior money in the bank and and that kind of stuff. Again, I, I have not been a fan of how they do this. The heel stables, mm-hmm. starting with the biggest one is the bloodline with the way it always has to be interference, always right. with Roman Reigns title matches. It, it, it's and the same thing with the Judgment Day. Although I think they do that, they do a bet a little bit better job. Well, because you know they don't have the universal champion, but right. That I, I have not liked the last six, eight months or more of the way they booked the Judgment Day. Yeah. It's almost like they're a caricature of what they started out being, which was ruthless, which mm. was ruthless aggression, which was you know ruthless and dominant. And it's almost it, it's not even almost it is like a care it is a caricature of what they started out as. And in that regard, I think you're right in the sense of the belts and and unless you're going to clean up the script and how they're presented drop the belts and then and that that might be the best thing drop the belts for them and then kind of retool yeah how you how you see them instead of trying to do it with the belts i think that would better a better line in the sense of depending on how they lose the belts yeah because yeah this was a this was a decent match it wasn't yeah it wasn't great it, it was it was solid but it wasn't anything. There wasn't anything except a couple of t- cool Tyler Bate moves. Yeah. You want me to it blow your mind about Tyler anything. Bate a little bit more? He's only 26. What? Oh, wow. I didn't so, know that. Yeah. He was a champion when he was 19 in, U- in XT UK. Okay. So, so I mean, um, it was, it was solid to pass yeah. the time. Yeah. Yeah. It was solid. But again, I, I wish it would have gone a different way and, you know, um, really just been, you know, uh, the crowning of, you know, the, the new catch Republic getting their thing. Uh, all right. So is this when the, the Waller effect happened in between this and the yes. men's? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, it, it took like 45,000 minutes for all of them to be, uh, introduced separately. Austin theory came out. He did the heel thing. Oh, your city is bad. Your country is bad. Oh, we're in Australia. So I go to Outback instead of eating at an Australian restaurant, uh, blooming onion, Mm -hmm. dumb. Um, and then he introduced Grayson Waller. Grayson Waller came out, drank the beer out of the sneaker. Great. You know, awesome. Like cool. Uh, and then they did Seth and Cody and, you know, it was just kind of stupid. And there was the whole thing from SmackDown where Roman wanted to talk to Grayson Waller. And, you know, it was so that Perth could acknowledge the tribal chief. Um, you know, and, and it ends, it ends with, you know, they attack Austin theory because he's trying to do the rock. It's like, dude, we're going to see that in like five minutes when LA Knight comes out. You, you don't need to be a worse version of LA Knight being a worse version of the rock. Um, it's, it's, it's played out, dude. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so there was that. And then, you know, Cody challenged the rock to a singles match, which it looks like this is how we're getting to that night one tag team match. Probably. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it is what it is. Um, yeah, it was, it was, Probably 25 minutes. Time. It was 25 minutes too yes. long. I would have rather seen instead of 30 minutes of this, take 10 minutes, add it to the women's elimination chamber and 10 minutes and add it to the men's elimination chamber. Um, 
if anything, just so we could have gotten more Bobby Lashley. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, so, I mean, that segment took a point off my score. Just that, that makes sense. Yeah. And I, I, I honestly, it might've done that for me. Maybe not a point, but a, at least a half a mm-hmm. point, but I fast forwarded. I, like I went through. I love Cody. I thought Cody gave a great impassioned promo, but it was just, you know, that didn't need to happen on the pay-per-view. That could have happened on Raw. I was on about Monday to say night. that could have happened on Raw on Monday. Yeah, absolutely. So, anyway. All right. So moving on to the men's elimination chamber. Um, so it opened with uh, Lashley in LA night. No, you it didn't was, do it. Uh, yeah, they were one and two. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. no I'm sorry. It was L.A. Knight and Drew. My bad. So, yes. Sorry. So it was Drew and L.A. Knight. Do the thing. Yeah. There you go. Um, <laughs> so, God, I, I feel like uh, RJ City on Hey EW, and it's like, Hey EW, hey. And he waits for them to say hey, and they almost never do, which is hilarious. Uh, anyway, so Drew and LA Knight had a really boring like thing. The, the 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 highlight of it was LA Knight smashing Drew's face into one of the pods, um, which was fine. Uh, <laughs> but um, you know, so the the order was LA Knight, Drew, Kevin Owens. When Kevin Owens, that's when business came in that's when business yes, started. absolutely i was yeah, um kevin owens was wrecking shop I then loved it. then lashley came in then the viper the apex predator randy orton i really hope it's a shoot what's happening there but we'll I talk could, about I that tell. we'll, we'll talk about yeah we'll get to that yeah uh yeah, absolutely. and then the maverick logan paul was six which i'm I, it's great that they saved him for last um because he he I'm, he should have been first or last like that was there was no yes. no in between there well um, you know what they say if you ain't first, you're last. Right. And if you ain't last, you're first. Um, <laughs> I don't know if that means. Uh, anyway. So, yeah. So, Bobby Lashley was eliminated. Uh, it was fine. I wanted to see more of him. Here's the thing, though. Mm-hmm. This match went for 36 minutes. The uh, The first elimination wasn't until 21 minutes and 30 seconds. Yeah. Like, why? <laughs> Like, you know, I, I like in uh so Drew eliminated Bobby with a sick Claymore. Um Yes. And then <laughs> Drew eliminated three minutes later eliminated LA Knight because when the doors were open, Alan snuck in with a chair. <laughs> uh AJ Styles snuck in with the chair and just destroyed Did LA Knight. <laughs> just destroyed it. That was great. Like, that like, was so, amazing. You know, that was that was just like um, I, I I was half expecting the the audience to just start yelling yeah every time he hit him. <laughs> like if it would have been the Toronto crowd or definitely the Philadelphia crowd, that's what would have happened. Yeah. <laughs> but uh but yeah. Um and then it went through and like for the next four minutes, uh Kevin got eliminated by Randy with an RKO out of nowhere. Um and then the same thing happened to Logan Paul with the RKO out of nowhere. Um, but Logan had a great match. That um, off the top of the pod, that cross body that he did where Drew oh, turned again, around. Um, Drew. One, the yeah. timing on that and the trust that Drew had in Logan Paul there is amazing. Um, it was such a cool move. It's a super dangerous move. Um, yes, very you know, much. Yeah. And, 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 you know, it was it was sick. Um yeah. Watching Kevin when when Logan Paul finally came out, watching Kevin just destroy Logan Paul, 
um, waiting him. at the door. Yeah, just waiting there. Um, <laughs> and he, at one point, he clotheslines him on the outside of the ring next to the the you know the the chains and everything. And the sound, like even like like Michael Cole was like, I Did heard you- it, I felt it. <laughs> yeah, and it was like, I think he killed him. I think Corey said that. He's like, he's dead. Um, yeah. So, um, and did you see the neck, uh, the brain buster he did on the knee yeah. as well? Yeah. Man. Yeah. Um, that, like, here's the thing, though, is I'm over this feud now. I want Logan Paul and Randy Orton because Logan Paul helped uh, Drew eliminate Randy with the brass yes. knucks and just knocked Randy the fuck out. Now, Dude, that was great. Yeah. Randy was selling his back for the second half of the match. I do not believe that Drew knocking Randy the fuck out with the Brax Nux was the end. I I I'm I'm hoping Randy is not hurt again. Yeah. But he took some pain. He took some some bumps. Um yeah. well, and for someone who's just he, come back from a back injury. Yes. You know, yeah. dude, that's a back injury more than anything mm-hmm. is like one of those because everything you do is involved with it. And his like, finisher more than anything is else. literally yeah yeeting himself onto his back. Um, so he started yeah. selling that back is when he gave the uh, his vintage Orton DDT. Mm-hmm. I think it was to Kevin Owens outside yep. the ring. Yeah. So and I, and I it hope was, it's just selling, but um, if it's not. I don't know. Yeah. The Kevin Owens, Logan Paul story is done because now the Logan Paul, Randy Orton story will begin. And yes, it will be very, very, very interesting if this is the way they go. Um, if yeah, it was an I audible, for that. if it was an audible, uh-huh. it's a very interesting audible to make. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll see. And then Drew Pan yeah, Randy, um, you know. Yeah. So once they started eliminating people, it was about every four minutes someone got eliminated. Yeah. Right. So it was it was like okay, and again, th- like less than less than forty minutes for the match. They only got four more minutes than the women did. Um, so yeah, to me, like you talked about pacing, like I felt it was slow and then it was fast. Well, no, hold on. I thought it was slow and then it got really good and then it just ended. Yeah, yeah. Again, it, it's one of those that I, I, I was shocked how quickly it yeah. was over. Even though you know I, I like this one more than the women's, it had that similar type feel mm-hmm. of, like you said take out the Grayson Waller yeah. at 10 minutes to each elimination chamber. Yeah. We wouldn't be having this conversation. Yeah. Let them breathe. Let them breathe. Yeah. So, yes. Uh, all right. And then the final match of the night was Rhea Ripley defeating Nijax, uh for the women's world championship. Uh, it was a fine match. It was about 15 minutes. Um, Nia got a lot of offense in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ripley is really, Rhea Ripley is really good at selling. Yeah. She's really good at selling. She's also yeah. very, very attractive. Yes. Very, very attractive. And uh, the bondage gear works for her much more than it does for Damian Priest. Dink. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I just, I literally just looked up to the left um, to see if the sign was above me. Um, damn you. Um, I was like, is it there? Uh, yeah, no. So I sent, I sent Daryl a, a picture where, where Naya had a, uh, had Ripley in a, a single leg uh, Boston Crab. Actually, she pretty much had her in the move that Derek Chauvin went to jail for, for um, George Floyd, um, <laughs> to be 100% honest. Um, but yeah, 
anyway, uh, new cake unlocked, apparently. Uh, <laughs> but no, it was a good match. Uh, Rhea, Rhea was able to pull the riptide off. Nia Jax is not good at wrestling. It was painful you know how many times I said to that watch her. During, watch, during that. Yeah. Well, I texted I you. you. I, was like, I texted I you. She's yeah. painful. And I was trying not to it's spoil yeah. anything for you. I was trying not to like give my impressions of things because you were you know, yeah. a couple you hours did a behind very me. Good job. So, yeah. Um, cause I think like, I was like, oh yeah, the last two, I didn't, I wasn't ever like, oh yeah, Drew and whoever I was, you know, no, you I were was, like the last, two, I was yeah. like the men's EC is down to the final two right now live. And this was yeah. at seven fifty nine AM. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, you know, and, uh, it was like, you asked if it's the final event. No, Rhea Naya. Um, and I said, so far, the men's EC was the highlight. The rest has been kind of slow and paint by numbers, which I agree with. Like, I still stand by. Yeah. I, I, I think there was just, yeah, that, like, not, everything was not... chalk, you know, like, to use a basketball term, mm -hmm. like, you know, or just kind of a, a tournament term. It was all chalk. It was, like, you. Ex it was who you expected to win wins, and none of the belts mm -hmm. changed hands. To me, that is not, like, like it can't get, this, this would not have been able to get more than a seven and a half out of me. Mm -hmm. So no, that's fair. Um, yeah. You know, like especially coming off uh, what was the last one, um, the last pay per view I heard. Oh, Royal it Rumble. was Royal Rumble. The Royal Rumble was excellent. Um, mm -hmm. It was a great Rumble. Uh, I, I will say this: the other thing is when they did Backlash in Puerto Rico last year, they took a ton of chances with that one. They did a lot of really cool, yeah. like out of the box thinking stuff. And like, like with the whole Bad Bunny well, and Damian Priest. Yeah, having Bad well, that, that one? You know, yes, it is. Was and, that that one? And Bad okay. Bunny, you know, Bad Bunny, Damian Priest, they're both Puerto Rican. Uh, Zelina Vega, you know, she's Puerto Rican. She had a great showing there. Um, but they did a lot of cool, like, just kind of different. Like, it, and it wasn't like it was like, like, oh, we're going away from, like, the brand or anything like that. It's just like they took chances. They let Bad Bunny, like, cook. Um, mm -hmm. And... I would have liked to seen more of that. I didn't. I didn't really appreciate like Naya getting ninety percent of the offense in, especially because yeah. neither one of them are faces. They're both heels. No, and, no um, right, yeah. You know, and I get Rhea's working the face side of things because it's in her home. She's country. in her hometown. Yeah. But at the same time, like they're going to cheer her no matter what. Let her be the bastard that she is. Yeah. So. Oh, absolutely. And again, Ripley is at the point where even though she even when she is heel, she gets a lot of the cheers anyway. Yeah. I mean, she's a tweener. She's like, a stone cold style tweener. So, yeah, I, I'm going to I'm going to be fascinated with that. The match between her and Becky Lynch. That, that's good. I mean, Becky, I mean, be Becky's a died in the wool baby face right now anyway. So, yeah. um, Rhea has to win. Like, like Rhea needs to be on like. You know, like the last person who's panned Rhea Ripley was Liv Morgan two years ago. Wow, I didn't know that. I love Liv Morgan. Anyway, yeah. all right. Uh, so, Daryl, out of 10 prettiest moonsaults that never happened. I can't believe they robbed us of a prettiest moonsault. Um, <laughs> it's such a great I, move. Tiffany Stratton is so good at it. It is literally, it's like Randy Orton's scoop slam. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love, scoop yeah. power slam, right? Anyway, yes. All right. So out of out of ten, seven and a half. Yeah, I went six and a half, um, which I feel like is generous. So, it, I I mean I I had a, a lot of fun. It was again, it wasn't there wasn't anything I would call spectacular. Uh, closest was the Logan Paul thing and some of the some of the Tiffany Stratton great Muda stuff. Yeah, but yeah, 
overall, I, I just had a, it was a solid pay per view that didn't make any as far as mistakes. I mean, like any just bad matches. Yeah. But there weren't any matches that were like I mean I really really don't get me wrong I really enjoyed the men's uh, elimination yeah. chamber match of the night that that was high highlight of the night yeah definitely and so that's yeah seven and a half I, I see where you're coming from and again I didn't have to worry about the Grayson Waller effect thing yeah. so that that I know I was I was so upset that, that I was watching live <laughs> fast forward <laughs> through it all right let's move on um, to our last topic we're gonna have to speed around this. Uh, yes. Just another instance of what we're watching. Um, so I brought this one up because I started. So I have Netflix right now, which, you know, as I cycle through, I, I don't keep all of the streaming services all the time. Uh, and I have Netflix. And I was looking for something to watch. And I came across the uh, Transformers War for Cybertron trilogy, um, which is uh, three different seasons. Uh War for Cybertron, Siege, Earthrise, and Kingdom uh, that were released in 2020, 2020, and 2021. Uh, for whatever reasons, I'd never heard of these. Um, and I decided to watch them and check them out. I actually just finished it like right this week. Um, three, six episode seasons, so 18 episodes total, if you're not familiar. Um, the show is the uh, Autobot. It's kind of like it's 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 its own thing. It's not tied into right. any other stuff. Um, there's a lot of cool like callouts and like like deep cuts. Like it op- the show opens with uh, Bumblebee and uh, Wheeljack, just like the original series did, um, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. But it takes place exclusively on Cybertron. There's no humans in it, which I loved. Uh, so it's all Autobots versus Decepticons. Um, Megatron and Optimus and um, Ultra Magnus were um, Alpha Trions, like students, essentially uh, mentees. And uh, he had entrusted them to, you know, kind of lead Transformerdom. Um, And then when he died, like, you know, Megatron went Megatron. And uh, it's pretty cool because they had the Alpha Trion protocols where it was like, pretty much like wisdom was given to Ultra Magnus and then the matrix of leadership was given to Optimus Prime. Um, and then uh, they capture Ultra Magnus and kill him, which like, it's pretty cool. Like they kill a lot of yeah. Transformers. Yeah, um, they did. And, uh, you know, then it goes to Bumblebee who was neither Autobot nor Decepticon at the time. And then he's like, fuck, I gotta be an Autobot. Really? <laughs> um, <laughs> he was like so upset about it. Um, but it was cool. Uh, Jetfire was cool. Um, oh yeah, you know yeah. Uh, Alita One, who was all Optimus Prime's like love, um, was 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 really cool. Uh, but basically, what they're doing is Optimus Prime, in a feat of desperation, takes the AllSpark and throws it through a space bridge, um, and it lands on a different <clears> planet. <throat> um, and so when it the AllSpark leaves Cybertron, Cybertron starts to die, as well as the AllSpark starts to die. And so they have to find it and, you know, get it back. And then, you know, um, there's hints of Galvatron and Omnicron. Or wait, no, it's not. How do you say it? Is it Omnicron? Unicron. Unicron. Thank you. Um, There's like, oh, like this is coming. So like hopefully there's going to be more because I really kind of liked this universe of no humans. Um, Starscream was great. It was a different kind of Starscream. Like he was still that like simp, like not simp, uh, that like just, you know, uh, scheming little weasel, but 
at the end, he gets the glimpse of the future and like is like, no, we have to, no, we have to do the right thing, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, the Maximals were awesome. Probably the best use of them um, I've ever seen. And, uh, and yeah, uh, I, I thought it was great. So in the show notes are the links to where it is on Netflix. Uh, highly recommend watching it. Uh, if I were going to give it an out of 10 score for like the whole like story, probably like seven, six, six, six point seven, five, seven out of 10, something like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I want, I, I did watch the first one. I watched all up is back in 2020 siege. Mm-hmm. And I don't recall why I didn't get back to the other two. Yeah. I think I started the first episode of the second series. Yeah, I I believe, and but that's all I got. And you know, you I, I like you t- you talking about this because I absolutely want to get back into that because yeah. I I love the fact that there were no humans. Yeah. It, because again, how many times do fans like us say in movies, we don't and and the writer, well, we need the people, the audience to relate. No, you don't. You're talking about robots or talking about kaiju. No, we want to see them on screen. Okay, yeah, if the humans get stomped and trampled that's pretty awesome but we want to see the robots and as far as transformers go so i i'm definitely going to go back to that and watch and i'm, I'm thinking i'm going to just start from the beginning again because it's been yeah. three plus years since i watched siege yeah and the sad thing is but. is tim sheridan wrote some of the episodes and they're actually good and you know it's like what happened to you between 2020 and now dude because you're a fucking <laughs> retard ah <laughs> Oh, did I say that out so, loud? So, yeah, you did. <laughs> now I stand by it. Fuck you. Um, all right. So, uh, quick speed round because I got to go in a few minutes. Um, let's do yes. this. What are you watching, Daryl? <laughs> so I'm watching right now Ted Lasso and rewatching right now Ted Lasso and Game of Thrones. Just started season seven of Game of Thrones this weekend, nice. episode one. Nice. Because you're watching and, it with Jess, right? Yeah, so yeah, we're rewatching both of those. I did start, and again, we'll we'll have a little bit more on. Uh, speaking of Netflix, there's actually two things on Netflix that one I didn't really start yet. House of Ninja. It's about this family of ninjas. Yeah, I have to check which, that out. So we yeah, talked about I, that I absolutely want to watch that. And then Avatar: The Last Airbender. But we'll get more into that. So we will talk about Avatar next week. I know we yes, did our week. we we did our thing, so we're watching it. So you don't have to. Um, so there's that. The other one I'm watching and I want you to watch so we can just do the whole like season when it's done is Masters of the Air. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yes. Yes. Because it's, it's, I'll get back to that. It's amazing. Um, but I think yeah, it's three week, three episodes left, maybe. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, okay, one, there's Perfect. a new one that came out yesterday, which uh, I haven't watched, but I, I got I watched like the last the previous two weeks on Thursday and it's so good. Um, but All yeah, right, so me time to catch up the okay. the. The little summary for for you on here is no description needed unless you're living under a rock. So, (laughs) Um, (laughs) but yeah, I mean, there's, there's not two better shows you could decide to, uh, to rewatch. So anyway, cool. Well, that was a fun little speed round. Uh, We're going to go ahead and, and call this one. Thank you all for listening. Go check out Elimination Chamber. Well worth watching. Um, check out, you know, what's happening on Monday Night Raw, what's happening out on SmackDown. Watch AEW. It's really good, too. Um, I think we're going to start talking more about wrestling. Yeah, absolutely. Like, uh, as you've gotten back into it more and more and more, 
Um, and you know, we're on the road to WrestleMania. This is literally the best WWE is all year long, every year. Uh, and then we'll do a, a big WrestleMania show, um, you know, and, and go from there. Actually, what we should that do sounds like a lot. Of- actually, you know what? <laughs> so I'm inadvertently, I'm off work the weekend of WrestleMania. Oh, really? <laughs> I don't know. I kind of want to go. Um, actually, I don't like, I do want to go to WrestleMania, but I want to go to a Royal Rumble. That's the, cause I've never been to WWE pay-per-view. So anyway. All right. Uh, on that note, do you got anything to add? I do not. Oh, it's going to be fun road to WrestleMania. It is. Thank you all for listening. Um, we appreciate you. We love you. Thank you for uh, sticking with us with our week off. And we'll be back next week. Later. See, see ya. The FS Podcast is recorded in Kings Mills, Ohio, just north of Cincinnati. You can find new episodes every Sunday on Apple Podcast, YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcast, our website, or anywhere podcasts are downloaded. This show is hosted by Daryl Jasper and me, Brian Tudor. To find more information about the show, visit us at infamouspodcast.com and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at infamouspodcast to keep up with the show. We also have a Patreon page, patreon.com slash infamouspodcast. We have some great rewards for our patrons who are looking for help to grow the show to bring you more of the content you want to hear. Music for this podcast is provided by Michael Henry from meetmichaelhenry.com. So, whenever you're listening to us, have a great day, night, evening, weekend, whenever it is, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening.